0: Hello dear friends, that is our theme song to let you know it's time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on our website. We're glad once again that you have joined us today as we fulfill the scripture, Forsake not the assembling of yourself together as the manner of some is but much more as you see the day approaching. Now, I'll be so happy when we can gather together in in, in a a specified building. But until then, we can gather together right here around the Word of God. Some of you are in countries where you are persecuted for your faith. And and you're able to gather with us through the media, and we welcome you today. God bless you. We pray God's protection and grace and mercy over your your life and over your family today in the name of Jesus that God will keep us until Jesus comes and takes us home praise God for those of you that are part of our physical congregation right here in Tampa Florida we thank you for gathering with us today around the word of God we miss you We miss you. I, I miss your face even if you got a mask on. Praise God. Amen. I miss you. I miss being able to hug you. I miss being able to greet you with a holy kiss. And I'm not going to go kissing on everybody to make up for lost time. Don't, don't worry. Amen. But I want to tell you, I want to, I want to, in my heart, I want to hug and give you a holy kiss today. We love you. We appreciate you. We miss you. I can't wait till we are all in heaven together. And we won't ever have to be separated by anything. All throughout eternity. Won't it be wonderful there? Praise God. Until we get there. God is providing for us here. And I want to talk to you today. About mercy and grace. Mercy and grace. And we want to put this in in an order that we might understand. Which comes first? Which should we focus on? How do they relate to one another? Well, they're really married together. Amen. At the foot of the cross, mercy and grace were married together. Listen carefully how this works in the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. In the Old Covenant, the word mercy is is the word that is, is really uh, focused upon. Uh, you won't find grace as much. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. But mercy is, is, is part of what God is, and that's why he offers it. And grace is something that God gives to us because of his mercy. I want to say that again today as we get into this teaching. Mercy is intrinsic to who God is. That's why He offers it to people in the Old Covenant. But grace is a gift flowing out of who He is and because of what He's done to save us by granting us forgiveness and pardon because of what His Son has done, taking our place upon the cross. Hallelujah. So today we're going to talk about mercy and grace. Let's go to Psalm 103 and begin to read at verse 8. We're going to see how grace is part of who God is. Amen. Or grace is provided because of who God is. And who he is 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 allowing mercy to flow from him. Listen to verse 8. The Lord is merciful and gracious. You see, mercy and grace to help here. Mercy and grace to help. Because He's merciful, He's gracious, and He offers grace to us, particularly in the new covenant through Jesus Christ. A grace that was not known in the old covenant has now been provided through the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to it again. The Lord is merciful and gracious slow to anger, and therefore plenteous in mercy. You know why he's slow to anger and why he's merciful? It's, it's intrinsic to who he is. God, the scripture said, is love. He doesn't just have love and show love. He is love. That's why he has love and shows love. And because he is love, he is love. Merciful, Hallelujah! Praise God! Someone said, "You can you can give without loving." There's people give to ingratiate themselves to someone, or for some other reason to to give to get, as the only motive for giving to anything. Uh, friend of mine, you can give without loving. That's true, but you cannot love without giving. Praise God! Listen carefully. Verse 9 says he will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. See, he's a God of justice. He's just, the New Testament says, and a justifier of them who put their trust in Jesus Christ. How can he be just and justice be served and be justified in forgiving us? That's what mercy and grace has provided for you and for me in the New Covenant. Listen to verse 9. He will not always chide, therefore. Neither will he keep his anger forever. But he has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, and he remembers that we are dust. Listen. As for man, his days are as grass as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. The wind passes over it, and it is gone. The place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear Him and His righteousness unto children's children. Now I want to stop right here for a moment. We're almost to the end of this. Because He pitieth us, because He understands us, He is showing mercy to us. And His mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. Why? Because it's intrinsic to his person, his essence to who he is. It's part of his DNA, if you please. It's part of his spiritual makeup. Praise God. God is merciful, and his mercy is from everlasting because God is love, according to the new covenant. He he doesn't just show love and give love. He is love, and that's why he shows love and gives love. He doesn't just grant mercy, He, He is love. And love automatically shows mercy here. And because He understands us, He has compassion upon us. That's why the New Testament says this. We don't have a high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. This is not about sickness and disease. It's about weakness and our inability to help ourselves. It's about a sin sick soul that can't save itself. Someone who has transgressed the law of God is there any answer? Is there any hope? Is there any way out? Is there any way for God to embrace us and love us? And help us in spite of our transgressions, in spite of our rebellion, in spite of our sin. If we repent of that sin and we come to Christ through faith. Amen. Let's, the cross has provided for you and me in the new covenant a throne of grace. Hallelujah. Amen. mercy has provided the, the sinless sacrifice of Jesus on that cross. Amen. And the cross has provided a grace throne, and a and an intercessor for us at that throne in our behalf. Listen to what the scripture said once again: As a father pitieth his children, so I pity you. That's why he's merciful. And because of that understanding that we are but dust, God has a very low expectation of us achieving sinless perfection or anything near the righteousness that He requires from us. You know what the Bible said about us, dear friend? It said, there is none righteous. There is none righteous. Compared to God's holy decree and demand, there is none righteous. No, no, not one. Amen. If you think you are, uh, He eliminated you. If you think you know someone who is at their best, it eliminates them. Well, what is the answer? Well, let's go a little further and see why we're disqualified. It said, because we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Of God, all of us have come short of the glory of God. How far short, at our very best effort, have we come? If this was in the language of an archer and archery, with the bow and arrow and the target, it would be this: they set up the target, and the archer with the bow pulls back the string, and he takes his best aim. And he's aiming at the bullseye. And he lets the arrow fly. And it is best aim and best effort. The arrow doesn't hit the ring next to the bullseye. Or the ring next to that ring. Or the next ring. Or the next ring. Or the very outer ring. In fact, the arrow misses the target completely all together. When it says we've come short of the glory of God, that means we have not achieved the bullseye, which would be sinless perfection. Oh, friend, but what does mercy and grace provide for us? If we say we have no sin, the Bible said we're lying, for all have sinned and come short, you see. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. None righteous. No, not one. What is our righteousness at our best when compared to God's holy demands? <laughs> it's a filthy rag, the Bible says. What we think is so clean, so pure, so wonderful, God says in, in, in contrast to my holy demand, that's a filthy rag. And before you fall into hopelessness today, I want you to know. Amen. That God is merciful and God is gracious. And God, because He is merciful, has granted to us a means of grace so that we can be forgiven and we can be saved. And that means was provided when He gave His Son. Amen. He didn't come here to lay in a cradle. There's no salvation in a pure, wonderful baby who was supernatural, who was God incarnate in flesh. Lying in that manger can save no one. But when he grew to 30 years of age, never sinned, became the perfect sacrifice for sin to satisfy justice. Oh, glory to God. He became a man, our Savior. And therefore our salvation. It was Christ on the cross that allowed grace to be granted to us. And it was mercy that sent him here to go to that cross and stay on that cross until justice was satisfied. Oh, what a Savior, the song says. Oh, hallelujah. And no one is going to see that or sing that unless we see the mercy of God that sent him and the grace of God that was granted because of him. Oh, how I love the Lord for what he's done for me. How about you today? We, we should reciprocate that love. We should love him back for loving us. So insanely and intently, I mean, this is insane that God would take on flesh so he could be able to be just and a justifier of those who repent of their sin and seek his forgiveness. And when he does forgive our sins are cast away as far as the east is from the west, they are remembered no more and associated us with no more because he is a merciful God who loves us enough to give us his only begotten son. Hallelujah. Justice cries they are guilty. Mercy cries. That's true. But I don't want them to be treated as they deserve. Justice cries. Sin must be punished. Justice must be served. Mercy says, Here, take my innocent, sinless son. Punish him in their stead. Mercy cries. Blood must be shed. Pain inflicted until death satisfies the dead owed. And mercy pleads, Take my son, do your worst, torture him, kill him, slowly, but kill him, but set them free. Justice announces, It is done. The debt is paid. And mercy proclaims from the cross. It is accomplished. It is finished. Come and drink. Of the water. Of life. Freely. You see the Bible says. We don't have a high priest. That cannot be touched. With the feeling of our infirmity. In the new covenant. But he was in all points. Tempted as we are. Therefore, let us come boldly, that means courageously and confidently, before the throne of grace, that we might obtain mercy and grace to help. That's the correct order. Mercy and then grace. Mercy has provided grace. Mercy because of love. Grace is granted to you and to me. And in contrast with the law, the word grace refers to the unmerited favor, which represents the divine method of of God's dealing with man, not according to our sin, but according to His mercy. Hallelujah. Listen to what someone has said. I like this. Under grace, God does not treat men as they deserve, but He treats them in infinite mercy without reference to their worthiness. This He does. You see, this is why He's just in doing it. This He does on the ground that the righteous punishment for sin, which His holiness is compelled to impose on sinners, was born for the sinner by the Son of God. I'm going to tell you, if you don't have on shouting shoes, you need to... to, before they close pennies, run down there and get you some. Amen. They've already closed Sears. And we don't have time for shipment online. You need them today, dear friend. If you don't have on your shout shoes, you need to run out to Wally World or Walmart. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I don't care. Get, look down. Look, go on down the line until you see some that can be easily slipped on when you slip off. Amen. Those religious shoes that you wear to church, every Sunday, those self-righteous shoes uh, that you wear that are shined up so pretty and so nice. Amen. You need to get on your shouting shoes. Amen. Because God has not dealt with you or me according to our sins. Amen. But according to His infinite mercy and love, He's granted grace to you. He's granted grace to me. And we ought to be a people of great joy and great victory. I I, I know we're in a pandemic. I know we're in political turmoil and social upheaval. But I'm telling you, the devil is pulling out all the stops. It's about time that the true church of Jesus Christ let our true colors come through. We ought to be a people of praise that cannot be quenched. We ought to be a people that rejoice in the Lord of our salvation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen, listen, I want to read this. If you you got on your shouting shoes, get ready to shout with me today. Romans 3, beginning with verse 21. It says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all, "...and upon all that believe, for there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are past." Through the forbearance of God. Hallelujah. Listen, I want to state it again. Man cannot be saved by perfect obedience because he cannot render it. He cannot be saved by imperfect obedience because God simply can't accept it. It is only through grace, unmerited favor. And it's only because of mercy that grace is Granted, someone said it, I like this, very true. Man is born broken because of sin, and he lives again by being mended, and grace is the glue. I like the paraphrase of verse 24 as well. God now declares us not guilty of offending him. If we trust in Jesus Christ, who is his, who in His kindness, hallelujah, in His kindness, freely takes away our sin. He's our sin bearer so that we can be forgiven. Are you ready to praise Him today? Are you ready to show gratitude to God today? Are you ready to once again revisit the cross and look up? to the one who is dying on it, suffering and dying in your behalf, and say, Jesus, I want to fall in love with you over and all over again. Listen to Romans 5, 1 and 2 once again. Therefore, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access By faith into this grace wherein we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Hallelujah. You see, grace produces this peace with God, a place of acceptance and great consolation and confidence. I like the amplified of this. Amen. I got, I got to, I got to pray. I got to stop right here. We got a little bit of time left in our time frame. Amen. I just want to thank you, Jesus. I just want to praise you, Lord. I want to praise you not just with my lips. I want to praise you with my life. Hallelujah. I want to live every day. Amen. To the glory of the God who gave his son and the son who gave his life upon the cross for me. Hallelujah. Father, how I love you and how I thank you for being such a merciful God, for understanding us, and for making a way for us when we couldn't help ourselves, Now, I thank you, and I praise you once again today. I want to read this from the Amplified right now. It said, Therefore, since we are justified, acquitted, declared righteous, and given right standing with God through faith, let us grasp the fact that we have the peace "...of reconciliation, to hold and to enjoy peace with God through Jesus Christ the Anointed One. Through Him we have our access, entrance, and introduction by faith into this grace, this state of God's favor, in which we firmly and safely stand." Hallelujah! You see, friend... By receiving Jesus as our Savior, we receive God's provision of grace. Listen to John 1 in verse 12 in the Gospel of John. But as many as received Him, Jesus, to them gave He the power. This word power is not the dunamis of the Holy Spirit. It's not this miracle working anointing and power to do. This is this is an authority to be. Listen. But as many as received him Christ to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. Praise God. God's provision. This wonderful wonderful lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Amen. Is given to us. That we might become. Actually the son of man. The son of God. The son of Jesus. Became the son of man. Took on flesh. And went to the cross in our behalf. That we might become the sons of God. The son of God. The only begotten son of God. Died on the cross. The second person of the Godhead, one with the Father, died on the cross. Imagine that. I mean, you know, we come into services, want something to stimulate us, maybe the beat of the song, maybe something else going on, the passion of the preacher. Oh, friend, we ought to be stimulated by the full and complete understanding of Calvary. And the man who died for us on that cross and who he was and what he has granted you and what he's granted me because of that sacrifice. Thank God my sins are forgiven. Thank God if you're a true Christian today, your sins are forgiven. And God has disassociated you from your sin that has been forgiven. How far, someone says, ask me. Someone out there all the way down in Africa. Say, how far, preacher? I want to answer this in the Word. Someone up up in the Arctic that has got a computer on and listening to this broadcast, say, how far, preacher? Someone in Asia, say, how far, preacher? (laughs) Glory be to God. Oh, friend, listen. As far as the East is from the West, so far. He's disassociated our sins from us. We did commit them, but they have been remitted. <laughs> hallelujah. Although they were committed when we repent receive Christ, they have now been remitted. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we have been set free, not only from the, the accusations of the enemy, but, but from the penalty that justice declares is necessary because our sin debt, mine and yours was paid in full at the cross oh we used to sing it didn't we at the cross at the cross where I first saw the light praise God at the cross is where it all took place that's where justice and mercy were married together and justice was satisfied when mercy was granted and grace provided. Today, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, the Bible says this, and it's hard to hear and it's going to be harder to bear without a Savior, without a Sovereign that came to save you. The Scriptures declare that the wrath of God, the justifiable anger, the justice of God, abides upon them that believe not. That means every morning instead of mercy flowing to you and grace, it means God's justice like the sword of Democles is hanging over you. And Friend of mine, that's an awful, awful state to be in because the only thing God could offer you is the just punishment for your sin, banishment from His presence, and eternal punishment. That's all He could offer you. But He loved you too much. He loved you too much. He doesn't want to see you banished. He doesn't want to see you punished. He wants to pardon you. He wants you to be reconciled to Him. He's offering mercy from His heart. He gave His Son so that grace could be granted you. Oh, friend of mine, please don't run from God today. Run to Him. Run to Him. Don't let this great salvation this holy moment pass you by. Or oh, come to God. Come to God and settle the issue by receiving Jesus. Grace and mercy all wrapped up in Jesus. Hallelujah. It's your Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. And know the goodness of God, the mercy of God, and the grace of God in this life and eternal life in the world to come. In Jesus' name.